This is Ricey. You've been hearing my friend Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, for years on the Radio and Garage Logic podcast. I strongly recommend you sit down with Josh for your no cost, no obligation, 48 minute consultation on your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can benefit from Josh's years of experience navigating different market and economic conditions, and he'll always give you straight talk and not sugar coated advice. Give Josh a call now at 952-925-5608 to book your no cost, no obligation, 48-minute consultation. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did and tell him Ricey sent you. Don't forget to ask, why is it 48 minutes, Josh? Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Ricey is a paid indoor Always fun, crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick, where shall we start? Uh, Let's start with the Vikings. Okay. What's your batting order for the draft? How do you think it's going to go for quarterbacks? Caleb Williams first. Right now, Caleb Williams first. And North Carolina guy second. I mean, they'll be the first two gone. And Jaden Daniels, I think, is third. Jaden Daniels third. So then you got Penix and Bo Nix, right? Are both going to be... Right now, probably. 12, top 15, something like that. Uh, Yeah, Penix more likely. I don't know about... I think things are going to be... I think there's going to be a lot of... Um, mix on Bo Nix, and I also think J.J. McCarthy's going to have a chance, maybe. Uh, you know, there's the combine and all that don't stuff. Don't give me him. Don't give me J.J. I'm just saying, we're, we're a long ways away from I want decisions. Penix. But the point being, you're drafting 11th, you're going to be able to get a quarterback who's got a chance, right? One would hope so. Yes. Or, or you try to move up. Oh yeah, you don't have to move up that far. You know, two three spots. You're not going to get. You're not going to. You know, the Bears are. Bears are probably trade you Justin Fields if you want him, but then you're back in the same spot of having to pay a guy. Yeah, I don't like that. The thing you like is yeah. getting the cheapo for four years, right? Five. Yeah, the fifth because you got the fifth year baked in. The fifth year is a little higher. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not. A bargain for thirty million, not thirty million. How did they let this quarterback thing get so out of hand? Why did they start paying these guys fifty million? It's ridiculous. Because oh, the dra- well, that's when the draft you could yeah. you know pay what you wanted. Yeah, I know. And veterans are getting screwed. That's why we had yeah. problems. Yeah, but now I mean, why? Okay, why do you have to give Kyle, Kyler Murray forty some oh, million dollars? Yeah, why? Why? But but why do they want to do this? Patrick Mahomes, okay. Right. All right, about two other ones. Right, they got it, guys. Why is Stafford making thirty-five or forty million? Well, and he was in on the original rookie contract thing. You remember that? Yeah, I know, but you know, like I Sam know Bradford did, made a killing. He's, uh, you know, he's he won a Super Bowl. Okay, he's uh, he's still going to throw twenty interceptions, and uh, I don't know why they've decided that they have to pay these guys half their payroll. It's incredible. Of course, one of the big problems is the cap is about forty million dollars cheaper than it should be. Right? They should have. It should be the cap should be two hundred and fifty million. You know, right? With the amount of money they're making, so everybody can be happy. As you've long said, anything the players get, no, no matter the position, they should take. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm all in favor of them, but I just feel like the 
that other guys are getting screwed because yep. of the quarterbacks making all this money. You know. Oh and yeah. Now we got a. Well, how much did Harrison Smith have to take? A haircut this year, like half. He had to take half of I it. I looked it up a couple days ago. Ten million or something that he ended uh, up with. Might have been eight. He I was forget. supposed to be getting eighteen or something. Yeah, well, and he ain't going to be around in this contract now. No, no, no he's not. And he plus, I think he, he sounded retire. like he's saying goodbye. Yeah, yesterday. I mean, Andrew's story. I read. I don't know if other people did it too. And Andrew's yeah. story was pretty good. And he was he was as vague as he possibly could be. But uh, anyway, the point is. We got it figured out. We don't have a quarterback contract. We're going to get a rookie, and we're going to let Crazy Nick stick around as the backup because I'm now all in on Nick. As I said on Twitter, Nick is the Black Knight guarding the bridge in Monte Python. Yep. <laughs> he said, it's just a flesh wound. That interception is just a flesh wound. Let's keep rolling here. The guy's unbelievable. Nick has I, never I, seen a chance he doesn't like to take. Yes. And who knew he was his character? Because he'd never, yeah. never played. But he's he's like this goofball. It's like he's, what, 30 now or 28 or 30? And yeah. he says, the hell with it. I'm going to say what I want to on my mind, yeah. and I'm going to do what I want to. But, you know, being a nice, quiet backup never did him any good. He got to make about three starts in San Francisco, right, in one year. He's died far. Yeah. He played with Brett, and he's adopted, yeah. but unfortunately, he does not have the arm. <laughs> no, he does not, but he's got the attitude. Yes. He's got the attitude, and he only threw two interceptions yesterday. He threw for, he threw for 800 yards in two games against the reigning NFC North champs. And uh, He's who, like the pitcher the way, with no control. Who, by the way, if I'm, uh, if I'm getting ready to play the Lions, I'm going to put in a lot of tight end passes because they don't cover them. They don't pay any attention to them. Now, maybe it's just because they've got Johnny Munt and the other guy. But it, it, it was amazing. Every time they threw to a receiver, a tight end in two games, he was wide open, that little swing pass to the right. But anyway, here's a problem for our boys, though. I think... Uh, considering the quarterback situation and everything, uh, they are now the fourth best team in the uh, NFC North, which is a, something they haven't had to face very often. Mm-hmm. But the Bears are mm-hmm. obviously a step ahead of them defensively, for sure. And, you know, they're going to have the quarterback. They're going to take Williams and what can they get? Somebody will give them a second rounder for Fields, I suppose. Uh, I'm curious Some on that. Team that uh, New England or somebody will want one, won't they? I don't know. Well, the Patriots draft they, third, so they could, yeah, they'll they take could grab one. Back. Hey, did we find out about Belichick today? Did no. They, no. No. Who, I, who I don't think he's get, I don't think he gets whacked no, today. No, I don't either, I think. They he, can't give make him he, a, a black Monday. Yeah, guy. no, he's he got, not a black Monday. He's got to give him respect. He deserves I, – I bet – because they're, they're going to have to – my guess is they're going to negotiate a settlement of some sort, yes. right? And I don't think he's going to retire. I think he'll no. take another job. Yeah, I do, too. But, yeah, he's not a black Monday, Ron no. Rivera, call him up at 5 a.m. and whack who, who him. Who got fired today so far? Rivera, well, got, Rivera fired, got fired. And they hired, did, did you see what Washington did? The enemy? No, no. They're going to launch a huge search for a director, basically a GM and coach. They hired, as consultants, Bob Myers, the guy from the Golden State Warriors really? and Rick Spielman oh, to really? help identify who's going to run the Commanders. 
Spielman's probably going to recommend Spielman. That's what we said. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Rick's going to say, you know, I've gone through a long list of people. Yeah, I couldn't come up. I, I couldn't come up with anybody better than and me. No one's better than me. You should mm-hmm. give me the job. And does that mean Zim's going to be their next coach? No, I think they're going to. What are they? What is their ownership? Do we know anything about their ownership? Yeah, it's the guy that owns. Uh, I think he owns a piece of the Sixers and Devils. So a lot of he's. He's not known as a crazy. No, no. no. The the crazy guy is now Tepper Char- in Carolina. Right. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, David Tepper. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, he is throwing stuff at fans and stuff like that. Well, he also fired. He hired a coach. Fired him before yeah, the season Fred, was done. Right. Yeah. Now he's fired the GM. Mm-hmm. So Carolina is. He's. Yeah. Where did they find this guy? I their, don't know. Their last guy, Jerry Richardson. Yeah. Was okay until we found out he was the. Owner of Sambo Restaurants. Yeah, a little, bit of a, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a bit of a racist problem. A little with. bit of a problem there, and in, in that sense. But, but this guy's nuts. And you know, Charlotte. How long have they been in the league now? Twenty five years. Oh yeah. So they're going to tell us they need a new stadium pretty soon too, right? They're going to probably because they. I've been there, and it was fairly modest when they built it. It's not yes. like it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. So. Oh hell no, no. Mm-hmm. I, I've been there. It, it reminded me a lot of where the Titans play. Yeah, right. Just, you know, just it's a, just a stadium. It's nice, but yeah, it's, it's a college football stadium. Yeah, but basically. it's not, not state nothing. of the art. No, they're all going to be. Uh, they're all going to. Falcons fired their guy last night. Oh, Arthur really? Smith. Arthur, they didn't even make it. They yeah, didn't make we it knew to... Arthur was going to make. He didn't make it to Black Monday. No. Huh? Well, he might have made it to twelve oh one. I think he made it to twelve oh one Eastern. Yeah, we knew Arthur was going. But we kicked and... off the. Luckily, New Arthur year. can go home and. Go home, visit with, live with mom and dad what since a, they're what a filthy rich. Buffoon he was, though. Yeah, he was. Through yesterday when he's bitching about the fact that the poor Saints coach, the players went rogue on him and decided uh, to score a touchdown from the victory formation. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't. So, uh, so Tyron Matthew returns the ball, picks the ball off, okay? Okay. Returns it to the... Uh, Falcons one yard line. Okay. Game's done, though. It's whatever. They're yeah. up by. Yeah, they're up. Game's done. So, the Saints coach puts Jameis Winston in because they're up by so much and had, I guess, put him in and tells him, hey, victory kneel formation, down. kneel it out, let's get out of here, yeah. no reason to The Saints players decide, offensive players decide, screw that, we're going to get a touchdown for a running back who played for the Lions last year and didn't have one this season. Okay. So they go rogue. So they score. <laughs> so from that. the victory formation. So you. Oh, really? So we fake They hand it to him. Okay. They deke him out. They score a touchdown. Arthur Smith comes across the field and MFs Dennis Allen, okay. the Saints coach. You know, that's a bunch of bleeping <laughs> BS, you know. And he's like, I'm sorry. Dennis uh, Allen's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't. They didn't know. We didn't know they, they were going to do it. That's not a good sign for your future when, you're, when your team decides what they're going to do. Yeah. That, for Dennis Allen either, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, they had a fair year considering Carr didn't play for the dam until about the last month yeah. or so. Once they got out of it, they... They're probably the best non-playoff team in the NFC, huh? I think they're better than Seattle. Yeah, maybe. Although Seattle came back and won that game. I was going to say, Seattle's so weird. I I yeah. thought they were dead like three times. Yeah, they're just... And Pete's uh, got to be 70-something now. He is, 71 or two, yeah. That's right. So, he's uh, he loves it, though, because I think he gets coordinators who get all the power, and he just you know, yep. raises his hands and runs around and... Uh, but we uh, don't, don't overthink this. Get a rookie and get Nick as your backup and go. Go from there. You know, 
Nick is what what the hell? Nick's fun, you know, and he passes for four hundred yards, and he's going to throw a couple of couple of flesh wounds every game. You get a couple of flesh wounds if Nick has to play more. Poor yeah. O'Connell. Go go look at his again opening press conference. Yeah, bright eyed, bushy tailed. Yeah, look and at now, the amount of hair loss so far. Yeah, right. If Nick plays one more year, yes. he's going to look like a president at the end yeah. of his term. Yeah, those those little kids at home who are. Uh, Used to jovial dad or probably be quiet. Yeah. Now when Daddy's dad, home. Yeah. Garage door goes up. Yeah. O'Connell kids go yeah. to your room. Be quiet. Yeah, he. Uh, I uh, I told you though. I kind of like him more than I did last year because it's not all the act yeah. anymore. This has caused him to be a little more of a realist. And uh, uh, he when does he do his uh, season send? Wednesday. Wednesday. I might have to go out there. Yeah, Wednesday. That's uh, you know the. Uh, do, do we throw them the bouquets or, uh, I mean, you know, he's fairly candid, right? It isn't okay. all BS. It isn't all BS, usually. It depends. Once in a while. Once in a, yeah, it depends. No, he's, he can Don't give you. Don't have Quasi sit up there with him, though. Quasi's useless as a, in a press conference. Well, he's useless. His 2022 draft also useless. Yeah, what do we get out of 23, though? A little better, right? Yeah. Yes, well, because the first-round pick, Addison's a player. Yeah. And what kind of happened to him the last four games? Was he hurt a little bit or something? No, I don't think so. He as many. I think he, yeah. They just stopped throwing to him or couldn't find him. Well, they were trying to get the ball to Jefferson. But the problem is, and and this is what I want to know. It was like, wasn't it like Jefferson got back and we wanted him to know we still love him and he should sign here? So, 12 balls yesterday. But I don't get... I don't get the need to try to get the ball to him downfield all the time. Yeah. Why can't you run simpler plays for I don't him? Know. He's, he's an athlete. And previously they did. Didn't I they? know. I know. I mean, but he's going to make plays with his. Yeah, legs. you can run him on a crossing pattern once in a while, can't you? Yeah. So uh, they have no choice though but to sign him to a deal. I mean, God, you can't you oh, can't yeah. take the best the best. One of the five best weapons in football, and not uh, and not bring him back. Even even if you know you're not going to be good contract. next year. Well, uh, if if it was up to me, I'm signing him. I'm signing Daniel, and I'm drafting a quarterback. By the way, I'd like to thank somebody on Twitter who uh, sent out a uh, tweet of mine last year, the day after they won the game on Christmas Eve yep. last year. And one of their miracle wins. Mm -hmm. And I said, I've said on Twitter, I hope all you, all you people who are enjoying this season so much, don't start whining when they go six and 11 next year because the old, you know, so I missed it because they got, they won a game with three points. Otherwise I would have nailed it. I would have aced. That was close enough for government work though. Oh yeah. To uh to tell you a year ago I this remember. was gonna happen. I remember yeah. you telling us. Yeah, you can't you can't You're not gonna have that luck again. You can't use all the gods. You can't you no. can't use it all up. Plus you're healthy, pretty much hell, yeah. healthy last year. That's the that's the problem when teams get all high and mu- mighty about our training staff's unbelievable, oh, right? Yeah. We keep yeah, our right, guys yeah, out. We, we do. That's we, a kiss of death yes, right there. Yes. It's football too. This I I mean we all love to rip the training staffs. And oh, the Twins got it. Must have a terrible training staff. So they fired their trainer last year, and now the new trainer. I'm sitting at his press conference. I think Tyler Miley might not miss a start. He misses the season, and he's gone. 
And by the way, somebody gave him like twelve million a year for two Texas. years. Texas. Texas. Well, he's not going to pitch next. He's season. not going to pitch. Basically, like, basically yeah. all season. What yeah. the, anyway, that's uh, yeah. You're right. We we like to play, and it's basically. I mean, look at Detroit yesterday. You're the one that's saying you know he's going to try to win, and he's going to get three players hurt, and he lost his tight end. Yes, his tight end won't will be coming back next. Next October. And it was for nothing. Did they say it was an ACL yet? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Probably but don't if it's not an ACL, it. I'll be very oh, it surprised. Very much like an ACL. That guy's a stud. And you could too. see the look. He was crestfallen. Like, yeah. he knew he did something bad. And that guy's a stud, too. Where's he? He's an Iowa Stater, is he? No, where's he from? I thought he was an Iowa, Iowa guy. guy. Another Iowa Because they traded Hawkinson. Yeah, and Iowa, Iowa's tight end you until this year. And replaced him. <laughs> yeah, because. They were punter you this year, Pat. Yes, right. <laughs> Did we have not, not having any information on Ferentz. They, uh, they, I, I really thought he might walk when they told him that he had to fire yeah. his son. But so we, ha- we haven't heard anything. You know, uh-uh. it, 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 this is off the get beaten track, and we get it before. But, but is is it's physically, it's almost impossible. To have that defense with that offense, to, I mean, if you're on that defense, you can't even look at these guys when no. you go when you're in the same room, can you? No, you gotta be. What the hell? You know, we put you on the 14. Can you get more than a field goal? You know. Well, they went out and got that the quarterback from Michigan, right? Who had played at Michigan, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt, and they played that kid. I, you know, they finally benched him in the bowl game. Yeah, the big kid that they put in there. Yeah, but not until late. He right, was, but uh, I, Hill. Yeah, yeah, the, the big guy, the two hundred, the left how, guard, how, the left guard who's playing quarterback. How nobody got rid of Brian Ferentz before this is no. a testament to the strength of Kirk. Well, Ferentz. he was. Uh, yeah, right. He was. I mean. <laughs> But Beth gets of all people. I know. Who, by the way, is going to get the job, apparently, down there as the AD. She basically, the I can't believe the heat she must have been taking from the boosters. Because, uh, you know, even the kids at the hospital wouldn't wave to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have, the guts to, off? anybody have the guts to write that oh, line in no. the Des Moines oh, paper? Oh, probably oh, no. not. Probably the not. The Cedar Rapids Gazette did not write that. <laughs> did not. The kids, wouldn't it be great? You send yeah. a bunch of people, flip them off. <laughs> and now, one yeah, of the great the traditions in college yes, football. Right. Boo! <laughs> Bleep you! Yeah, it would have been. You know what, though, Beth gets? She's got the greatest thing in the world right now, which is, look at Caitlin Clark. Yes, right. Yes, Caitlin Clark. They're going to be on, on national Clark. TV Saturday. Caitlin Clark. Had where do they go to play? They go, they went someplace to play. Yeah, and it was like not a Big Ten school. Was it a big? Did they play one? What what did I read about it the other day? That she's what happened? Gonna come someplace and play, and their tickets are like you can't get them. Well, here they're. I know they're the secondary market here is crazy. I've heard they're sold out here. But yeah, no, there was something, something. I don't know what she did. I didn't see it. But they're going to be on Fox Saturday night. Uh, Really? Yeah, it's nice. (laughs) It's crazy. It's great. Good for her. Yeah, and then though she's got a lot of people who don't like her for some reason because she made that shot 
you know, at the buzzer. Oh, yeah. And apparently on TV, the clock that they used yeah, on TV about that. had it zero it zero. Did. But the one, the backboard one had oh, a tenth and the ball's out of her hand. Mm-hmm. So I thought those things were synced up, but they weren't. But ah, that shot's no good. They, uh, so that this might be at the Hawkeyes are going to play uh, Ohio State in Columbus on January 21st. Oh, they moved the game. And, no and, re, and resale tickets are selling for more than $200. Unbelievable. I'm just, yeah. But I mean, just, she's, she's the biggest big. name in college basketball. Oh, and who identified her first? Yeah, me. I want to you were that. you were bird dog and scouting. <laughs> That's right. Basketball I players are making those thirty footers against Michigan. I'm gonna go out and see this kid. Yeah. The rest of you never even heard of her. No, and that's true. I know. I know it is. <laughs> when you told me, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> yeah, I went down to Iowa to see her. So, what the heck? Anyway, uh, by the way, go for basketball. That's a nice hard fought game, but this idea. That there was now some madness taking place at Williams Arena. I wasn't there, but I watched it. And there was happiness in the second half when they hit a couple of threes, but there was no constant din or anything like there used to be. Right. You know, plus they only announced 8,000 some. Yes. Which means, did you see in Marcus's story? Advancing this Sunday, what the turnstile had been or no. what the scan had been? No. The Nebraska, they had not had as many as 4,000 tickets scanned for a game this year. The Nebraska game didn't have 4,000 tickets wow. scanned. So they were announcing double of what they had in the arena, basically. So I don't know what they had the other night. There's obviously more people, but the idea that, you know, that, I mean, Hey, they might they maybe they'll win half their games in the Big Ten. Who knows? And that that was with that fifteen dollar ticket package they came up with oh, after yeah. the Michigan. Plus game. they gave a plus Ben himself gave away a hundred free right at the gate or something. Oh, like to that. students or something? Yeah, something. like I mean, that. I know they're desperate to get. Oh yeah, well, fans have, in there. They have to do something, but uh, anyway, it's uh, so he might not I, get fired then. I don't think he'll get fired. Good, good for I him. I think he'll get another year. I don't, you know, I don't really think he should because. He's basically had two years because the first year don't count. Everybody left. Right. Before he had a chance to talk right. to them, they all left. <laughs> and the problem is Kelsey. they're all going to leave again if they're good now. To yeah, get... well, that's the problem. And I, I mean, if I'm, I'm watching TV yesterday and I see this feral pain and I'm at another school looking for a power forward, yep. I want to be in the same gym as this kid. He might beat the living hell out of you going for the basket. He is mm-hmm. a monster. And... They they got a little. They're giving him a little money. They're giving Joseph a little money. The old Joseph, and some they've come up with some. But somebody wants him. Six they figures. can come and get him. I mean, at a certain point, the kid can't say, "Sky you ma," you know, because no. they're, they're both of them are very unlikely to play in the NBA. So what are you going to do? You know, yeah, we, exactly. Yeah, that see. It's a young team, and you, but you can't build optimism anymore because you don't know if it means they're going to stay or not. Yep. Luckily, they got out of, uh, as I referred to him earlier, luckily they got out from under Marcus Fuller's godson, Dennis Evans. <laughs> what do we, do we, I know, we don't know what it is, if it's mental or if it's physical. I mean, he can't. He's, they basically advised him don't play basketball again, right? Not, not at least at Louisville. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the medical, undisclosed medical reason. But, it, you know, big tall guys get that, whatever that 
heart well, those heart conditions sometimes yeah. too. That's yeah, what I was going to say. I don't know if that's it or if it's a. You know what this is though, Pat. This is why this recruiting coverage is just—it's ridiculous, so yeah. futile. Yes, it is. But boy, it's uh, it's it's an industry. It's an industry. Oh, yeah. It's an industry. Uh, even more so in football and basketball now, don't you think? Because football yes. is basketball is so they're they're rating recruiting classes on three people. You yeah. know, two or three people. Yeah, all well, football. Football, it's 25. And football, it's, it's ridiculous now. Uh, the portal. Because yeah. the portal. Yeah. The portal might be more important. Than, oh, I think uh, definitely is more important. I think for Fickle and uh, the other guy, uh, last year they were hitting the transfer portal harder than they were hitting the recruiting. Yep. Now they, well, like with quarterbacks, right? Yeah. It's incredible yeah, the amount of quarterbacks. Hey, I'm getting this guy. Yeah, we lost ours, so then somebody else. We lost our guy to Rutgers. Yes. Yeah, well, we I think we get to play Rutgers next year too. Oh yeah, I, I marked it down. The, the revenge of Athon is yeah. uh, is going to be. Uh, he, but they don't even think he's going to play there. They got another kid, but he might be leaving. Who knows? <laughs> what did he, he get? I don't know what the uh, you know I I don't know what the deal is. But uh, anyway, so you didn't go watch the uh, women's hockey game, did you? I did Saturday. Pretty, uh, it was great. They announced 13. What'd they have? Oh, they, they had have 13. 13. Did they close to 13? They were opening up. The only place that wasn't open was the end zone upper decks. Really? Yep. They, they had a tarp on the one to the right of the press box. The one on the left, they didn't, but it wasn't open. But they they were selling tickets into the morning. Mm-hmm. So the club seats were were not uh-huh. filled, but open. They had it was a legit thirteen thousand. What plus. were they uh, now? Somebody said like nineteen bucks to upstairs or something. Yeah, I don't know what it was or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, they weren't charging you an arm and a leg, but it's still amazing. It's, oh yeah, it was, uh, and the atmosphere was really cool. When you consider this game started less than thirty years ago, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. Of I mean, how good they are now and. Allegedly, they're not supposed to be able to hit each other, right? No, they can. This league's Check. allowing it. Are they checking? Yes, it, it's full allowing, scale checking. Um, pretty full scale, but I mean, it makes sense because that it, that's always been one of the silliest things, right? Play a contact sport at a high speed, but don't have contact. So yes, yeah. they're allowing that. And oh, I didn't know they were. They're not creaming each, each yeah. other, but they're hitting. Yeah, so how do you prevent it? How do you prevent it from going? From here to here, I mean, what's the... I, I think all they're concerned about is hits away from the puck. If okay. you have the puck, you you can be hit. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that, that they were... And they also have, have a cool rule. If you are shorthanded and you score a goal, your person gets out of the penalty box. Really? So not for yeah. so not power play, but if I am... If I am... They want you, know, you to I'm be more aggressive. Down, I, wonder yes. what, I wonder what the object of that is. The only problem is nobody has a nickname. Yes. I really, I really want nicknames. Yes. Well, here's my. It's sort of like the old Star br- Tribune rule. Somebody, yeah. Oh, that Braves. was. I said that on Twitter. Atlanta versus Cleveland. I said that on Twitter. You cover a World Series with the Indians and the Braves it's- in there on deadline, on deadline, and you tell me it's possible not to get Braves or Indians in there. You're wrong. You know. And Cleveland in a headline count is yes. a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, right. As somebody that was trying to write oh, headlines yeah. off of that series. Yeah. So what was our deal there? We couldn't write them themselves, but we could use them in quotes. Yeah. Yes. If someone. Yeah. Because you. Yeah. 
if someone the said, Braves, yeah, the Braves sure look good today," said Manager but, Hargrove. But we didn't just outlaw the the seemingly offensive ones, no, like Washington. We outlawed everything. Yeah, I know it. So it's like North Dakota hockey. Yeah, yeah, it was. But mm-hmm. here's the deal. So now apparently they're not selling jerseys or much anymore, though, right? Any any, any so far they don't have jerseys. For this, uh, I, they. I was told by Jesse Pierce, who went downstairs, they had some merch, but yeah. not a lot. So, yeah. But I was thinking, somebody suggested this. You get the merch out this year with just the name. Yep. Then next year, they got to get the one with the nickname. So, it might be a merch move here. Yes. But I think more. It's I mean, Jack Sperling's one of their advisors, right? One of the guys working for him. I think it's more, we want, Nick, we don't want just choosing willy-nilly nicknames. We want ones that are gonna gonna sell, right? So yes. they're, they're, they're they want to wait and research them, and like they did with the wild. And yeah, well, and we all hated the wild, and twenty five years later, everybody in town's got a wild jersey. So the nice thing about the the team here too is they will instantly once they do name the team have a better nickname than Wild. Yes, that's true. So yes. they will right away have a better yes. nickname. I, I've had many of, I've, I've already had many suggestions, North Stars. <laughs> North Stars. For Wouldn't the, that be hilarious? Yes, Just right. go with the end? Yeah, right. Except you're using the uh, Wilds Arena and the Wild are kind of helping you out, right? Uh, with yes, certain yeah. areas. So I'm Ooh, happy for Darwitz, though. I love Darwitz. She's uh, one of my all-time favorites. And, uh mm-hmm. She did one of the uh, blurbs for the book. Natalie did. Oh, did she? Yeah, I got her, and she's the only one that actually wrote her own. <laughs> the others, you just said, is Man, was she, okay? Was she a player, too? Oh, God, she could score a character, too. Yep. I've told this story, but, you know, her, uh, she the family, like a couple of generations back, goes, they're old St. Paul, West 7th. She ended up in Egan, you know. But, right. Her uncle Steve is a low is a character up and down West Seventh goes to all the wild games and stuff and allegedly I talked to her her phone was working in in Italy in turn and I've talked to her a couple I'd call her at night after the game and stuff and talk to her on the phone and she was so Uncle Steve would get her on the phone because they were running the games replay find out what happened then he'd go to the bar and bet guys on. <laughs> Whether Natalie was going to get a goal or not. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's kind of like the old Miss America pageant. But, Were you ever in a? You, it was before your time. I remember but, the pageant, but, but I, the Miss America pageant used to always be on replay. Yep. And if you were on the sports desk in the sixties or the seventies, you got inundated with phone calls. Hey, who won the Miss America pageant? We'd be the only ones answering. The phone, right? But they were guys calling from bars that knew it was taped, oh, and God. there's no, you know, internet or anything, right? Wanting to know who won. Going to a so payphone to call. Yeah, yeah, they'd go to a payphone to call us to ask us who won the, who won the, uh, and the, the other one, of course, was always did, you know, the when the operators left at ten o'clock at night, St. Paul paper, they automatically the the call would automatically come to sports. And when the Winter Carnival medallion was being hunted. Oh, God. And you got to the second weekend, and it hadn't officially, like, on a Friday night, the second Friday. Yep. And it goes through Sunday, and they'd call them. They'd call constantly. And 
and say, do they find a medallion? And everybody would say, no. And I'd say, tell them yes, or they're going to call back. Tell them yes. We don't know. I yeah. like it. Yeah, tell them yes. Yeah, they found it a couple hours ago. Boom. Then wow. they're not going to call back. And that's yeah. not a sports problem, too, but, you no. know, we get calls like that, too. It's yeah. like if it's not about sports, and I'm not going to sit there yeah. and read you scores because you just bet on 14 <laughs> yes. games either. Well, the back, you know, when college basketball was, you played on certain nights. Yes. You know, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, the Ivy League is the only one that played on Friday night. And the, and the, and the Pac-12, the Pac-10 played on Fridays yep. too. But, but you'd get, you'd get these guys who, you know, sounded like hitmen calling up saying, How'd Columbia come out? You know, all the, and I'd always say, you a grad? <laughs> He's Ivy League. How'd Yale and Harvard come oh, out? God. Oh, you, you a grad? Well, I heard some great stories about the, <laughs> about the Strib. Some, some uh, mutual friends of ours who, who would get calls from guys who definitely yeah. had ties oh, yes, to the yes, mob. Yes. And they'd say, give me so-and-so. And so they'd tra- transfer them. Yeah. And all of a sudden you'd hear, by six, yeah. by four. <laughs> By yeah. ten, yeah, right. They all hung up out on uh, down at joint on Hennepin Avenue, the breakfast joint. Yep. What the hell is the name of that? Yeah. I know the place yeah, you're talking yeah, about. That, right. Those yeah. friends of ours yes, went there right. after work. Yes. Yeah, and that friend you're talking about could get himself a free uh, yep. breakfast if he went down there. Yep. So anyway, uh, what uh, what else we got going here? Oh, before we go uh, f- further, tell me about your favorite place to get a car. Jim so Paul Valley Group of GM Dealers, Brett Paul Valley Group of GM Dealers. We're going to get some snow. It's going to be nice to have that SUV that will go through the snow. And uh, this is, uh, you know, the, the, the holidays are over. Probably not quite as busy, so you can go out there and you get yourself a great deal. Uh, Jim Paul, the, valid, the, uh, the the interest rates are terrific. And uh, the prices are uh, very good right now, too, from what I told, I'm told. i told. And I can guarantee you they'll take care of you after you get a car because I bought my last five or six from them, and they take care of me if I got a problem. So, uh, you know, looking for a new car, looking for that SUV so when you take your hockey-playing kids to the game, you look like everybody else and have that SUV. You don't need a great big long one. That stuff will fit in the medium-sized one. Get the sticks and all that stuff. Get the medium-sized one. Equipment. That'll be good. So, uh, by, by the way, I uh, I saw a really, yesterday I went to the granddaughter's hockey game, and I saw a really neat little Buick SUV. I don't know what the brand is, but I'd drive that one if I was uh, SUV. Getting closer. Little one, yeah, getting, uh, getting down to my size there. So, uh, Jim Paul, Brett Paul, Valley Group of GM dealers, I recommend them highly. Otherwise, I wouldn't buy my car from them all the time. Billy Gardner, slick. My guy. This is the stories I want. All-timer. I wrote a a thing for tomorrow morning or for today and ended up being 1,400 words, you know, and I didn't get into half the stories. But I was thinking about this, though. If Billy Gardner, now he wouldn't ever succeed in modern sports because he was right. He was very candid. But even then, if... If teams like baseball teams operated like they do now, would we ever have gotten to see the real guy, you know, or would he be had to sit through the meeting to make up the lineup? No. I mean, first of all, we got, no. 
we could get in the clubhouse at one thirty in the afternoon if we wanted to. If you showed up at the ballpark, you just wandered in, talked to people. Slick, how you doing? Sit down, talk to him for a half hour. And he'd say, just to give me five minutes. I got to make up my lineup card. And he'd go boom, boom, boom. Here's my spares. I read one quote that I saw used by a couple of people today was his two favorite, his two unfavored words in baseball were communication and motivation. I saw this last night. He said, "If you don't, if if you're not if you're in the big leagues and you're not motivated, I'm not going to communicate with you or something like that." And I I don't. He would have always been the same character, but would we have? Never seen got, it. Would, would we have been able to appreciate? I mean, what was the guy's name? The guy, little guy, nice, harmless guy, Chuck, Chuck Baker. They're, 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 they're I didn't use this one because I feel sorry for Chuck Baker, but Chuck Baker was a infielder who, just because Calvin was so cheap, mm-hmm. was like the extra infielder, right? Right. He never got to play and he hit 200 and, and but they're going on strike. Uh, Slick becomes manager, thirty-five games into the season, and what about a month later, less than that, they went on strike, and then he didn't play for two months in eighty-one. But but Chuck Baker, we're we're in Billy's office as they're leaving on August eleventh, the night of August eleventh, and he's in there having a cocktail or a beer, and, and Chuck, and he has the there was. A door that was rarely open, but one that you could see the hallway in that was open. And Chuck goes walking back, and he says, ah, there goes Chuck. He wants his free agent rights. He says, there's three outfits that want him, Army, Navy, and Marines. He said, you know, where, where, where would you, I mean. You wouldn't get that from Rocco. Plus, the guy trust you, not the, you right. know. There was a point. You'd use. You'd use the great stuff, right? But you couldn't use the really, really great stuff, which would, you know, the inappropriate stuff. You couldn't use. Oh. Not even now, today. Oh, <laughs> you God. can't use. No, it. heck no. No, but no. I mean, I'm just doing radio, right. but but it, it just. I mean, it it makes me not only appreciate and laugh at all the fun that he, it was being around him. But it makes me, it saddens me that you, we don't have a chance to do that anymore. I mean, even the North Stars. Look, at, I didn't do the North Stars that much, but you could go in the locker room and get good stuff. And, you know, you get a crazy, well, Glenn was- you get a crazy coach telling you stories. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have a guy out there smoking in front of his locker. And, you know, you just wander in there and talk to him. You didn't have to. You didn't have to say, "Okay, who's got uh, so who's going to transcribe the first part of the flurry quotes and stuff right. like that." I mean, it was it was such a different world about for opportunity to write. You know, to to put a oh yeah to to to, to have fun. You know, and uh, to make it. Make it more personal and stuff, and get in there. And, the fact he lived at the Super Eight and Rose. Yeah, Bowl. yeah. <laughs> I mean, my God, he had, he's in the Super Eight, and he had his own room in the Super Eight. But I think Kelly and Stelly. No, I think not Stelly. Stelly was he? Out, I know Suchi was out there. Kelly was out there. I think Stelly was out there, 
and uh, and Slick was Slick had a suite though because he had a second room because he was the manager, you know. But that's <laughs> Super Eight, and yeah, there. I think he was making eighty. Wow! I don't know if he got more from uh, uh, from in his in last year eighty five. I don't know if he got a little raise from Carl or not. Probably not. Right. Carl wasn't throwing money around either. Right. But he, uh, you know, he basically got the job. They brought him in. He been he was the twin second baseman in the first ever game nineteen sixty. But he didn't hit for about six weeks, and they got rid of him. Brought in Billy Martin, and then uh, who else? Billy Martin played most of that year. He was terrible, and then he got Bernie Allen in '62, and he and then he got he was almost the rookie of the year, and then he got hurt. But uh, but 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 Billy stayed close to the Griffith. You know, they they had him in Washington, and they liked him, and he managed in the Boston system for a long time, and then he uh, came. he got hired here in eighty as the in eighty one as the third base coach because Johnny Goral had replaced Mock when Mock yep. gave up and went home. And Johnny, great guy, but terrified, terrified of the media and answering questions. Even that media, you know, wow. which was like five of us. I was going to say there weren't many. Of you back then. No, but he was. You know, he didn't, he wouldn't, I mean, I remember Tom Mee trying to get him out and have dinner with us and stuff on the, in spring training to loosen him up and stuff, but he, he just didn't want to do it. And he got, they were 11 and 24, so he got fired, but he wanted to get fired. I think he, he didn't like the job. Right. So Slick took, so takes over in uh, 81. He hadn't been in the organization, you know, he hadn't been around as a coach. And then, uh, then the next year, uh, they bring bring in TK as the third base coach then in eighty two and Stelly, uh, Stelly had already been there I think eighty one but uh, yeah Stelly was there at the man yeah yeah so Gardner uh, you know is and we I don't know anything about him but he if you've seen him he looks like that looks like that dead end he looked like a guy playing pool against James Dean and Rebel without a cause you know the hair and the look and. Uh, and uh, his wife, he, he, I didn't realize, I was reading more about him. He'd been married real young, and like 45 he got married. So he was like 18 or 19 years old, at, and uh, which a lot of people did back then. Mm-hmm. But it didn't last long, and uh, he had a child with that one. Then he got divorced. He was in the service, and he, 51, he came back, and he was he, he was on the Giants in 54. As a backup infielder, but he got married to this gal Barbara in '52, and they've still married. She's still alive, seventy-one years. Yeah, I saw in the obit. Seventy-one years, she's still alive. But oh. she was, she played at the the Saber guy did a real good job on uh, the, some stuff I didn't know in 2014. They do some nice profiles. They do all the research, and. She had played boys basketball with the boys. She was younger than Billy, but uh, she had, she was an athlete, you know. But she was also Miss New London, New London, Connecticut. She, okay. was, she was in the Miss Connecticut contest. Wow. And I'm going to give this away. It's the, it's the punchline on the thing I wrote for the strip, though. He gave this to Charlie Walters years ago, but he was rooming with Pod. I don't know if it was in spring training or something. They ended up rooming together. 
They weren't. He, Pod wasn't out at the Super Eight, but somewhere they were rooming together. You know, because they cheap bastards. But but Pod had gotten sober. Pod went through St. Mary's just like I did. But Pod had gotten sober, but Pod could barely sleep. So he'd sit on the register in the room at night and drink three two uh, not three two uh, not alcoholic beer and smoke one cigarette at another. So smoke another. And he gave Charlie Walters the quote. Said, How would you like to be married to Miss Connecticut and wake up in the morning and the first thing you see is Pod's blue head? <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of guy he was. Oh. oh, God, he was funny. He was so, he was so hilarious. He couldn't, you know, he just, it would be nice to transport him back to what what they're talking about now. He would, uh, he would uh, go you crazy. Don't, you but, don't think he'd like being told what the lineup is by his front no, office? No, but uh, it's, you know. It's. I still enjoy it and writing, but it's so much. But characters are it's, it's, have it's, evaporated. Yeah, that's the problem. There's you don't no, have characters anymore. No, no. I mean, we Rocco's a nice year. I Rocco's a good enough guy. They're all good guy, but you're not gonna. And plus, they're, they'd all be paranoid to write anything like we wrote about. You know, with you know. Gardner making jokes about right. Ron Davis when Ron Davis was pitching for him. You right. know, he was, you know, it was not like it, he felt this need to defend every screw up, you know. But you had guys like, back yeah. in your day like Don Zimmer, Earl oh, yeah. Weaver. I oh, mean, yeah. Weaver go- was the greatest. You know, Weaver was the greatest. <laughs> and they didn't but, care. No, no, they didn't care. I mean, Weaver, Jim Hanneman, Kenny Nigro. Who was the other guy? There's three of them for the Baltimore had three full-time beat writers in the newspaper. And they'd be in there arguing with Earl after every game about his strategy. And Earl be telling them what dumb SOBs, you know, the idiots they were. And they'd be <laughs> screaming at each other. And, you know, and it would be next day everything's fine. You know, the greatest quotes ever. It's I like mean, that, Earl would not last 10 minutes in today's it's game. It's like that story you told, told me after I read uh, – was it Sharpshire's book on the Rangers? Yes. And the 1970s Rangers yeah. beat? Yeah. You know. Oh, God, yeah. It's, yeah, the whole, I mean, the guys were, the, the a lot of the sports writers were crazier than the, you know, Billy. I mean, those guys covering Billy were almost as crazy as Billy. <laughs> so was it, you know, there was that the Texas collection of sports writers. I always use this in Jimmy Walker. He's still around. Nice guy. Ended up being the sports editor and, uh, one of the Detroit, the Detroit suburbs there, but Jimmy, Jimmy came to town as a young beat writer, I think in Fort Worth, and he wore a suit to the ballpark, and was a you know church going guy with two kids. But two years later, he was a lout just like the rest. <laughs> of them. Was he divorced? The Galloway? No, he was still married, but oh. uh, but she she had to adjust, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, but uh, yeah, I mean, he was, he was, uh, you know, they had Galloway, and you know, Galloway wasn't even their craziest guy. So that was a, that was a, yeah, that was a collection. But uh, it was, uh, it's just, it was so much fun back then, and it's not now. I mean, the winter meetings. I've told you the story. You know, you 
You go to the winter meetings and say, Calvin isn't going to do anything. Right. Let's make up a trade. Right. Let's go. Oh, let, God. Yeah. Let's say they're. They're grinding on it. You know, everybody writes this crap. I mean, it's no different than what was being written this time, except it's not based on any, not based on real hardcore reporting. You're just, you know, you decide at 10 o'clock in the morning to write something so you can drink the rest of the day. Right. Well, that that's back when, when especially notes columns was what Twitter is now, right? Yes. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. you just come up with a trade that seemed yes. like a good idea, ask somebody about it, and then maybe, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, basically, our notes back then were like we we did a notesy thing every week, but our notes were just on the bottom of the game story, right? But it might yeah. be it might be six. But I'm talking about like when yeah Sunday notes took oh, off. Oh yeah, Did, well, that was didn't you tell me like Buck would come up with these great oh, North Star trades? Oh God, yes, Buck would make them up. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. We had Buck covering both the North Stars and the Fighting Saints. You know, Gilbert did too. I think. Yeah, it's. Uh, how how we ever did that, I don't know. I've seen a bunch of stuff of late from, from the Saints days that, that uh, mm-hmm. Gilbert wrote, and I think he was probably doing North Star stuff at the time yeah. as well. Well, you know, I mean, Sonmore, the Fighting Saints, I've screwed up. I immensely screwed up by not going over there and getting one column every week because they were not. Now, I I was only a columnist I was gonna say you for were a couple columnist. of years yeah. there. but. Actually, I didn't become a columnist till seventy nine, February seventy nine. So they didn't have much time left, right? They were gone by then. Yeah, but the uh, I could I was, I was writing a Sunday general interest thing in the winter winter that I could have went over there and, oh, and gotten into some of that stuff. But I mean, you got Sonmore running the team, answering the phone, Minnesota folding Saints, <laughs> and for a while. He- Harry Neal, yes, who was equally as good a quote. Oh yeah, oh Harry. Harry Neal was, was yeah, great. He, he was, he was, and the players were all insane. Yes, especially the first bunch, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Billy Butters, very religious guy now, yep. and so I mean, he he came in there, nice kid from White Bear Lake, and they turned him into a crazy man. You know, they were. Uh, that was well. You had characters for sure, like Antonovich oh played on that team. Yes. Yeah. Holmgren briefly played. Yes, Paulie did. Yeah, and then he went and fought the, fought his way through the Flyers. Yep. And had to. How many fights did he have to get into because oh, he was God. protected Lindsman? Yep, those well, guys. And then, uh, and then at the end of his career, was it eighty four mm-hmm. that that Louis brought him back here, mm-hmm. and he his shoulder he oh, was God, gone. His shoulders, and he gone. got in a fight. There, there's a fight that that you can still watch. It's a bench clearing brawl against Montreal. Some young guy at the time, I think his name was Kent Carlson, mm-hmm. kicks the living crap out of Paul, but he won't quit. Really? You know, instead of going yeah. down, yeah. he just <laughs> so there's blood everywhere. So speaking of tough guys, uh, the East Ridge Woodbury girls hockey program, I don't think, I don't, or I don't know one of them, either the, my grandson or granddaughter. Dean Talifus's grandkid is playing uh, for really? him out there. Yeah. But I don't know if they're teammates this year, but they were teammates last okay. year. But Grandpa Dean shows up once in a while. Nice. He could uh, he could put a hurting on you in a football in a hockey game. He went to Wisconsin, right? He was great. Yeah, I think Wisconsin he went to Wisconsin player. and then played for the Major North Stars Bob, at one point. Yeah, and he played. He got he got a bunch of years in the big leagues. But it is funny when you're watching like these youth hockey team games, mm-hmm. the names that pop up 
you know, that are, okay, there's a clat. Where's, what what relative right. would this be? You know, would this be a niece or a nephew or something like that? Yep. Or, uh, Pat, I went to Minnetonka on Saturday. Uh, yeah. I watched JV between Matamidi Minnetonka and Minnetonka won, I think, 9 mm. nothing, and mm. Matamidi only had seven shots on net in three periods of play. But uh, the varsity game happened, too, and I think the varsity, varsity won 6-2. Uh, um, uh, Minnetonka did. Minnetonka beat Matamidi. But um, the whole area, that entire Minnetonka Athletic Center and school and the jerseys and the people. I mean, it's a zoo there. It's an absolute zoo. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what, though? I was at Apple Valley yesterday. Apple Valley, former power, right? They won the state, what? They had the great overtime game, five, six overtime. With Carl Gehring. Yeah. At the Civic Center. They have so few hockey players. That they're together. Burnsville has none. What? Burnsville has virtually none. Apple Valley is with East Egan or Eastview. Really? One program. And it's the, the youth program anyway. Okay. And then wow. apparently they made the Burnsville kids go to Lakeville if they want to play, which is a ways away. But, yeah, Apple Valley, Egan, and Eastview – between the two of them, I think, uh, between the three of them, I think there's only two uh, hockey programs going on. Now, they each of the high schools has a team. I was say, that doesn't bode well for the high schools, though. But their youth, your, the youth programs is uh, is uh, way down. Just I, population now or what? That's really weird. I, well, I think Apple Valley is age. Okay. Is, uh, you know, it's, the people bought their homes and they will 40, move. 30, 40 years ago, and they're still living there. That's like Jefferson, you know. Yeah, and that's what happened to Burnsville, and then Burnsville ethnically obviously changed too. But Burnsville was the first going booming yeah. southern suburb, and then You're right. and now it's uh, now it's uh, completely different. But they, I was talking to one of the grandfathers from Apple Valley yesterday, and uh, he said, "Yeah, they're just." He says the people are like me; they didn't move; they bought a house, and they're still there forty years later. And that's uh, remarkable. Still, yeah, yeah, it is. I, I was really shocked to learn that. Meanwhile, Woodbury's grown, you know, every, they, yeah. I looked it up, they had 22,000 when the North Stars left, and now they got over 70. Mm-hmm. So you want to know where the wild crowd's coming from? Oh, yeah. A, a huge suburb. Oh, yeah. My my youth, Wood, Woodbury was nothing. Did not exist. I mean, when I was a little kid, Eden Prairie was nothing. Eden Prairie oh, was yeah. a pasture. Forget Lakeville. How about Maple Grove? <laughs> yeah. My ex-wife lived, worked out there at a little gas station and had a, there was a gas, no, she worked at the grocery store, but there was a gas station and that was it. Now we got every yep. thing that's going to man. It's like Plymouth. There. Yeah. You know. And Andover did not exist. Now Andover overs a power and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, anyway, it's, uh. It is uh, definitely uh, SLP still changed. going strong, Pat. SLP. St. Louis Park still going strong. Hockey wise, because damn right, you know why? Buddies has those pull tabs. Oh, really? We're, we're funding stuff. <laughs> that's right, and it's hockey. Oh, that, Bunnies has uh, got. Uh, that's where they can put the SLP pull hockey pull tab. Way thing. to go, man! Now you told me you were at Bunnies. How was business? It was good. Still good, huh? Yeah. Park Tavern bunnies, they always do well. Yeah. I mean it's a per you know, it's well that the nice thing is SLP's a big enough suburb that there's a lot of apartments and things, mm-hmm. so it doesn't age out. And and plus when people have kids, because the houses are small, they often move. 
Mm-hmm. So you can, so you're replenishing all the time. Yeah, they uh, they do have uh, the. Uh, it's kind of like uh, Richfield with the ice, uh, the uh, homes are smallish. Yep, that's okay. Anyway, it's uh, it was a uh, interesting weekend around here, and the, uh, the Vikings' little reality won't is good for them. But right now, as I say, to repeat, I. I like every team in the division better than them because the Bears have a better defense. Yeah, you know. Well, and if the Bears get this right, like if they draft yeah. Caleb and he's good, they're going to be good. And do they have other? Well, do they have other picks too? Uh, well, yeah, they've got the first pick because it's Carolina's, yeah. and the, I think it's the ninth yeah, pick, own. which is their own. Yeah, yeah, their loss was a good. That was a solid loss. Yes, it was because it keeps them with a fourth place schedule because the Vikings would have gotten that, mm-hmm. and it keeps them above the Vikings in in the draft. You know what? Those schedules, though, this one and the, you can't. There's tell. about there's about six teams you don't want to play. Everybody else is the well, same, and you don't know. No, like like if you get a there. team, if if a team shows up on your schedule when it's released in November or December. You got no clue. That won't prevent the Judd, Phil, oh, and no. Declan show no. from no, breaking it down won't. this game. What do we have scheduled day yet? When, when do we uh, when do is that? that? Not May? Till May. It's, it's May. not till May, yeah. May. But we can take the opponents. We know the opponents and just go through wins and losses. Yes, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> it ain't gonna stop us. <laughs> We'll Uh-oh. make up. We'll make up, and 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 we'll we'll do the mock schedule of with Kirk back, with yes, the rookie with, quarterback, yeah. with Kirk Mullins. Back. You know, yeah, we can. Yeah, we, with there's, there's plenty. Yeah, without, without Daniel, yeah. without oh, Daniel. Yeah, you can do that. Yep. I mean, it's uh, three sacks instead uh, of two sacks in this game. Exactly right. So I, I had this thought today, and I might as well say this: Paul Allen and the Vikings are Mark Marcus and the Gophers. Who's more invested? Oh boy. I think Paul. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think Paul. Yeah, Paul's is. got a financial stake. He draws a. Yeah. I don't think Marcus has a financial stake. No. De- Dennis He's Evans, got though, man. Emotional stake. Dennis Evans uh, had more more copy was oh, devoted God, yes. to that kid yeah, than to many I mean, programs. I a, I, when I wrote that thing for Saturday, or I can't remember which day, but uh, somebody said Dennis Evans. I thought he was the great. How, how can it's he? like Lou Alcindor how, didn't work how, out. How can his career be over? He was a nine-star recruit for God. Elvin Hayes didn't I, work out. I hope out. he's healthy. I hope it's yeah. not something serious. Or if they caught it, good. Yeah. So he's unreal. All right. Talk to you next week. Okay.